Welcome to No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa Benitez. Today's episode is about the different types of love. Love is a guiding force for many of us in our creative expression, and to create from a place of love, to help others move towards love, to express loves ourselves, and to honor it in ourselves. It's such a foundation to being an artist. Being creative and choosing to honor the romance of life is a beautiful way to live. I've been personally dealing with matters of the heart a lot lately, and in the romantic sense, in platonic friendships and connections with the universe and with myself, I've always turned to astrology. And this week in checking my horoscope, it said that I had learned a lot about myself by learning about the eight different types of love, and it hugely helped me. And I hope that this can help you. And so our agenda for today's episode is going through those eight types of love, those different types of love from the ancient Greeks and ending with a loving kindness meditation. If you've enjoyed this podcast, your rating and review on Apple Podcasts, sharing on social media makes a difference and allows the podcast to grow. Love has been a great catalyst for many to explore themselves more deeply, to dig deeper to overcome heartbreak it's definitely been a guiding source for me to honor the love that I have for myself and I found it interesting that I'd been guided to explore these different types of love lately and having different connections with different people and seeing how they impacted me and then also understanding that our connection with the universe the connection with our life energy the space outside of us is so powerful and is such a rooting type of love that I hope that we can all carry and share with others because I think it is definitely a source for liberation for other creatives. So let's go through the types of love that the Greeks identified. The ancient Greeks used different words to describe love and I think it's so strange how we just use this word love in English language and there's not enough words I think there's more than eight, like the types of love that I've personally experienced in my life has definitely been so expansive, but maybe even just these eight will help you understand what experiences you've carried and what relationships these types of love play out um, and which areas of love you would like to continue to cultivate within your life. So the first is Eros. Eros is described as a sexual passion love. It's definitely led a lot of artists to write a lot of love songs, a lot of people to romanticize people, places, things. It's rooted in desire. It was named after a Greek god of love, Eros, who is equivalent to a Cupid in Roman mythology. Eros is very fiery and intense and arouses a lot of sexual and romantic feelings. But Eros can definitely be volatile. It's a love that doesn't necessarily lead to be long-standing. And that's why it can definitely bring artists to this intensity that they've never experienced before and bleed into a lot of beautiful creation. Number two is Philia, deep friendship. Philia represents love between friends. It's a really important part of love, even in romantic connection. It means that you are equals, you are connected, and you are creating 
with this foundation of trust in mind. It comes from the Greek philosopher Plato, hence the idea of platonic friendships. And this definitely is a really important foundation when it came, comes to creative community, when it comes to creating with other artists. It's really important to have some level of philia in the way that you network and expand and feel in union. Number three is ludus, playful love. This is very much the affectionate side. This might mean the excitement that you feel when you have a crush. Um, it might be the flirtation, the teasing, just that inner childlike sense and quality to ourselves that we get to engage with when we're doing things that we love. I know I experience this a lot with dance and uh, there's a huge part of ludus in it where I don't feel any level of needing to dig deeper. It's just such a playful act for me. And maybe you can think of creative practices of yours that also engage that kind of ludus playful love. Or you can think about relationships and collaborators that you've had in your life who engage you in that way. Number four, pragma, long-standing love. So this is the type of love that matures over time. It involves a lot of compromising, sometimes in relationships with people, a lot of patience and tolerance. It's a quality that I really admire in teachers and in folks who've dedicated themselves to be in service. Pragma is the result of actions, right? It is love that is hugely defined by acts of service when it comes to the five love languages. And it's really seen in people who have that level of discipline to stick to things that they love over time. So maybe you have a lot of pragma love towards your creative process. Some days you're in love with doing what you're doing and other days you don't feel that way. You don't feel inspired. You feel blocked, but you still have the pragma and love to endure a long-lasting relationship with your creative process. Number five, mania, <laughs> obsessive love. So this is definitely the, you know, stereotype of the starving artist, right? With this very obsessive, fixated, um, over-indexing kind of hold on your creative process or on your creativity where it's like, you can't eat, you can't breathe, you can't sleep. It's just a thing that you think about. It tears you apart. It's maybe obsessive, controlling, jealous. And in partnership, you can witness it very clearly. And it's maybe more difficult to witness in other areas of your life. That level of obsession is also often applauded, applauded within society, that workaholism. Um, you feel as if this thing that you do, maybe this thing that you accomplish, this person that you meet, it's going to complete you. It's going to heal you. However, this kind of mania never has a end. It's unhealthy. It's toxic. It is, yeah, it's, it's necessary in some instances to uncover desire and to work through shadows that you might be carrying. Number six is storage, family love, familial love. This often refers to love found between siblings or children. It's familial and the foundation of it is in safety and support and security. It comes from having shared deep, often infancy memories with a thing. So a lot of folks who follow certain artist paths as a young kid they often 
continue to follow that because it's like it's always been this foundation and core in their life and there's all these shared memories from childhood that led them to the place that they are today and it can also be described as a level of patriotism or allegiance that you have to a certain industry a certain place a certain person place or thing honestly now we're getting to the last two loves which I particularly wanted to highlight because I think it clarifies the loves that I feel are hugely important in us cultivating in this lifetime, if nothing else. Number seven is philautia. It's the love of self. So self-love is obviously a very common, trendy topic, but the actual concept is so historic and it dates back to the ancient greeks it dates back i'm sure even further philautia refers to the self-love or self-compassion and it comes to extend to a wider net of people than beyond yourself it's something that we see in self-care aristotle thought that and said that all friendly feelings for others are an extension of man's feelings for himself and I believe that to be true. When we have this level of philautia, when we have such high self-love, we see love reflected in all people. We can allow people to be mirrors to inform us on ourselves. We can allow ourselves to share from a very abundant place when giving with others. Um, and then it's not narcissism. It's not the self-obsessed fixation on identity. It's actually the expansion of self. When you love yourself truly there is this level to which you know that you are not really your body you're not really in this you're in this form very temporarily right and with that there's a responsibility to penetrate your love and share it with others and hopefully you can do that in all the things that you create and all your expressions of love with people in your life and that leads to a the last type of love which is that expression of love from philatia to everyone else agape agape is something that a lot of spiritual people believe is the most important love of all you know people say that you might feel this sense of unconditional love for others and you can also just have a feeling of love between you and the universe, you and God, you and other human beings. Agape is this big spiritual and wide, expansive love. It involves a lot of empathy. It involves acceptance and forgiveness and trusting others. It also involves a level of charity of being in service and trying to show up in a higher form of yourself uh, the best that you can do and and that's why I created this podcast that's definitely a mission in my life and I know that for every artist it tends to be a foundation of why they share out hoping that they'll through their creations allow themselves to be expressed and hopefully give somebody else permission to do the same give somebody permission to radiate their light in this lifetime and open hearts and minds. So as an ending reflection to this segment, 
I'd love for you to think about what kind of love you have with different people in your life. Which types of loves would you describe as mania, as pragma, eros? <laughs> Which kinds of love would you like to cultivate more in your life? What kind of love are you seeking more of in this lifetime? I know for myself I'm insatiable for agape love. I want more. I want to feel more love for the people that I come across when we're walking down the street. For every stranger that I meet, I want to feel a deep sense of love. Even if I don't like people, I still <laughs> I still love them and I can truly fall in love with them. And sometimes we have a lot of fear of loving everyone because loving everyone feels like an invitation for everyone to be at your bedside in your life for you to be on call for everyone but it doesn't it means that you can treat people with a deep deep sense of love and that can still mean having boundaries what kind of love are you working to channel and create with in your work and your creative practices what kind of love are you sharing most often through what you're creating currently even if it's not aligned with what you want to be sharing what kind of love do we need to tune into more and honor for ourselves in this year in this 2023 in whatever year you're tuning in and listening to so i'd love to share with you a brief loving kindness meditation I have been asked many times why I put my hand on my heart when I meditate sometimes and it's truly for agape love. It's to feel the love within myself, expand and radiate into the world, to set the intention to be a vessel, to transmute love into this world and I think it's such an important intention for us to have this because so many times we can lose our direction and i found it helpful to have north star of love to always have this north star to share and move towards love and away from choosing fear so if you can find a comfortable position hopefully a seated position if you don't have the time at this time to get seated maybe you can revisit this podcast at a later time so take a moment to gather yourself Find a place to rest for the next 10 minutes. And once you're there, begin taking a deep inhale through your nose and exhaling through your mouth and closing your eyes. Again, take a deep inhale through your nose and exhale from your mouth feeling yourself sinking more deeply into this moment. Again, taking deep inhales and exhales on your own, allowing your breathing to be felt. Allowing yourself to notice your chest rising and falling. Noticing your belly rising and falling and see how you can continue to elongate those breaths.
Try to allow all of the tension that you might be carrying to fall through your body. And place one hand on your heart. Feeling your breath rising and falling with your hand on your heart. You can begin to put a little bit more pressure around your heart so it can really be felt. And try to notice what amount of pressure from the contact of your hand to your heart feels comforting. What makes you feel secure and grounded. Continue focusing on your breath as you do this. See so you can feel a little bit of warmth between the contact of your hand with your chest. And take a moment now to think of somebody who you love. Allow the thought of them and envisioning their face to bring you ease. Allow yourself to smile from the inside. Think of what qualities you love about them. Remember that these qualities you also contain. If you have a hard time identifying what qualities it is that you really love about them, just continue to imagine them in front of you. And let the love that they have for you penetrate you. Now think of a place, a place where you feel more expansive, where you feel connected to nature, where you feel at ease, and try to envision that place in front of you. Allow yourself to feel yourself in connection, whether it's listening to the sounds of birds or seeing spaciousness or seeing a landscape that brings you excitement makes you feel more alive and allow yourself to feel smile come across your face see if you can notice any sensations in your heart as you continue breathing deeply What does it feel like to be in that place? Continue taking deep breaths. And now imagine in front of you somebody that you have a difficult time with right now. Maybe a group of people instead that you know are struggling. If there's anybody you have tension with in your life, if 
there are people that you know are struggling personally, bring them to mind. Try to envision them in front of you. And see how you can send love to them in this moment. Even if it feels difficult, you can go back to the image of the people that you love, the person you placed in front of you, or even the vision of the landscape that brought you a sense of ease and feeling of love and connectedness. How can you pull from that feeling of love that you have for those people you love and those places you feel connected to? channel them towards those who you know are struggling those who you don't feel connected to in front of you take a deep breath in and out now take this moment to come back to yourself Tune into the love that you have for yourself. Maybe now you feel how abundant it is, how it's amplified, and there's enough to share with many people, many places. How your love is so expansive and so enormous that sometimes it might overwhelm you. But have faith that that is your power. Take a deep inhale and exhale, feeling your hands still in contact with your heart. deep inhale through your nose holding at the top and exhaling from your mouth letting yourself relax into this moment of abundant love when you're ready you can start releasing your hand from your chest. You can continue taking deep breaths as you open your eyes and thank yourself for taking time to tune into yourself, tuning into your well being, tuning into the love that you carry, tuning into today's podcast episode. I'm so grateful to be along this creative journey with you, this journey of love and trying to share and honor the love within ourselves. I appreciate you.